also, you have champagne taste at Taco Bell. Every time I pick up the label, I'm like, oh, that's going to have to move another, you know, half a millimeter to the left. <laughs> does that, does that happen and we don't know it? Oh, absolutely. Says a lot about me. That's why I like to party. Thanks, Mom. I, I feel like I'm the perfect amount of cool for PBR, which isn't very cool. I order a parking lot taco. Okay. Yeah. And oh, I, my God. I eat you have it. a name for it. Listen. <laughs> And I eat it before I leave the parking lot. When I eat carrots, I actually eat the outside first because there's the, oh, the okay. core of the carrot. That's not where I thought it was I going. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know where it was going. Yeah. Where <laughs> it was gonna go. Fun fact: I had a parking lot taco today. PMP. I'm happy for you. Yeah, I, I'm. You're jealous, is what I feel, as though you, as though you wanted to say. I got lunch from an unnamed place, and I wasn't thrilled with it, so I'm a little Oof. jealous. Yeah, I, I thought you might be. Yeah. Um, even without knowing that story, <laughs> I knew you'd be jealous. <laughs> well. Um, but uh, I, I need to take a hiatus, I think, from Taco Bell for a while. I feel like today you might just sweat it out naturally. Well, that's fair. Today is okay. Plus, we've been moving all day and mm. back and forth, and or all week, I guess. Right. Um. We are kind of right now just a little side tangent here. We're in like the midst of the move mm-hmm. uh, of needing to be out of the apartment and then into the new house. And so all this stuff is happening. And so we've packed up all of our kitchen stuff. We have very little food. Mm-hmm. So this week is definitely going to be the we probably ate really bad for a week. And then and then we'll you know, we'll turn it around. When we get to the new house. Exactly. Uh, I'm oddly in a similar spot where I leave for a trip on Monday and I have like an awkward amount of groceries. I have like like too much and no, it's go I, bad no, while I, you're gone. I only have like two or three meals left of food. Ooh. Ooh, so so like, do you go to the grocery for three or four days? Exactly. I don't. I don't even know. Like it's just me, right? So like shopping for one person for like three or four days is pretty hard. It's essentially like I think the only thing I could really do is like get a bunch of like lunch meat and like just like eat sandwiches. Just do the Danny Harold. This is by the way the I, I referred to this as the Danny Harold with Liz. Oh, the meal prepping? No, you, no, no, no. You just order too much pizza? Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. That's not exactly meal prepping, bro. That's okay. just ordering too much food and eating leftovers. There's nothing about prepping a meal that you're doing there. I mean, I am prepping meals for the week. <laughs> you are prepping anything. If putting it in the refrigerator is prepping, then yes, I would agree. I mean, I'm just skipping a bunch of steps and, this and feels coming like- up with the same result. <laughs> No, no. People spend hours every Sunday meal prepping meals for the week. I spend about 10 minutes figuring out what pizza I want and from where. I order way too much, and then I have food for the week. Spot I, think, the, I spot, think he's right. Spot the difference. No, no. <laughs> okay, contact us at sonderbrewing.com. I'd love to know if anyone actually – you know what? Put a poll up yeah. on our social media. Is, is buying, order, too, much, is buying it, too much food and eating leftovers throughout the week meal, meal prepping? prepping? Yes. <laughs> no Vehem- way. Vehemently, yes. <laughs> no. no. Anyway, that's what you should do. Just order pizza one of the next couple nights. I probably will. I have like I have like one pack of like frozen meatballs and like spaghetti. That's like maybe three meals right there. I'll probably do that tonight and then just wing it this weekend. I'm going camping and stuff too. So Lord knows how the hell I'm going to get to Monday with sustenance, but we'll figure it out. I'm just spending too much money eating out every day. You're you're camping. This weekend? Yeah, just Saturday. My buddies and I are going up to a national park up in Dayton. And then you're leaving next week, right? Yeah, I have a 7 a.m. flight to Portland on Monday. Oof. Pretty excited. Oof. That's going to be something. I'll be in Portland when people are listening to this. 
Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, come back alive, please. Uh, no promises. Yeah. Uh, Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks. Brian, <laughs> Brian, Brian Lowe. I have a very important question. Okay. Is it, is it Portland, Maine or Portland, Oregon? Uh, valid question. Yes. Uh, Oregon. Okay. I do, however, have Portland, Maine very high on my bucket list. Just, Same. Just had to check that out. My Same. good friend Brian Eigel is getting married next Saturday. Congratulations, Brian. In Portland, Oregon. Will he listen to this? No, probably not. <laughs> He's a big fan of our beer, though. I'm bringing him a bunch of six-packs. <laughs> I wish you the best of luck, Brian. You, you very, very strongly said no. Yeah, like, I doubt comp- my friends like listen confidently. to this <laughs> uh, You should send it to them until, until you get confirmation that they listen. Be like, hey, Brian, we gave you a shout-out on the podcast. Yeah, at least download so it makes our numbers look better. Yeah. I actually send him Sonder beer maybe like once a year-ish. He likes stouts a lot, so whenever we come out with Otto, I'll send him a four-pack and some other stuff. Is he the guy that sent you the Great Notion stuff? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that was very cool of him, even though that stuff is not very easy to get. Yeah. Uh, Brian. Sh- shipping beer is illegal at home, kids. Uh, don't do that. Uh, he, he didn't he, say he didn't say he shipped it. He I'm brought it back to Columbus know. for me. Don't do that. So. <laughs> he didn't. He he did not confirm how Brian gets said beer. I saw it in his eyes. <laughs> he very much. Mind? He very much had the uh, I'm doing something illegal eyes yeah, going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a little illegal. It's <laughs> yeah, not a lot illegal. I think that we actually I, have a license to ship. Do you? If I ever get arrested um, for anything, this podcast is going to be a problem. I'm really glad I know that now. Sweet. I, I think. I'm I think assuming we have a license to ship our beer, not other people's beer. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, and and I, I, I guess I shouldn't say it so confidently. I know the laws kind of like. Well, the laws went up and down with COVID, and, uh, and that's why, you know, there were like some sometimes places. Sometimes it's like only within the state or only within certain states. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what the legality is. Don't put that idea in anyone's head, though. Well, no, he, we can't. Uh, what, I, what I'm fairly confident I know the answer on is. Our license does not. Our current license structure does not allow for us to sell beer to someone out of state and ship it to them. So it would only be in state. I believe so. Gotcha. This is not rally cap, by the way. Um. Uh, so Brian, welcome to the show. Old friend. Old friend. Uh, you've been on the show three or four other times in the past, I believe. I have. Uh, I l- it's my favorite favorite day when I get to be on this. Hmm. Do you listen to every episode? No. <laughs> Brian, Brian is nothing could have at but least honest. lied. <laughs> you could have at least I, lied. I thought about it. Like the, it, it crossed my mind in my brain that I should say yes, but uh, no. That's okay. That's we still unfortunate. Love you. I, I, but if in my defense, I don't listen to any podcasts. So what? Why? Uh, I don't know. You just listen to weird music. Are you? A, I do. Like, are you I a listen, music guy like at um, all times, or do you listen to like public radio? No. No public radio. Are you uh, a fan of music's or of music's Brian of Brian's music selections? I don't know if I'm like knowledgeable of what it is. Okay, I've been in BC's quite a bit, so I kind of know what. Gets Are you played. ever offended by what's getting played there? No, not oh, really. offended, not offended. Okay. Are you ever like disappointed? Uh, no, but I'm also pretty flexible. Yeah. Like I listen to a lot of different genres, so you'd have to. Pick I'm some, also pretty flexible. You'd have to pick some weird shit for me to like notice. Yeah, I feel like I normally know when Kenny's playing music. Kenny, you, you'd think that, but that's not necessarily true. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so for those that don't know, Brian Brownlow, or Brian Brianlow, as he's uh, more affectionately known from me. B-Low. The uh, B in BC's Montgomery? That's right. Uh, in oh, BC's well, Bottle Watch, not well, yeah, just Montgomery. Sorry, that's what I meant. The B in BC's. In Montgomery. Yeah. Um, These days. So, uh, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. What are you drinking over there? Since you guys are arguing I, about whether I or not I thought it was Rally Cat, but I'm pretty sure it's Blanc. It's certainly not Blanc. I don't know what it is. It's delicious. Anyways, 
Um, it's and a pitcher of beer uh, that PMP brought up. It's golden in from color. From the tap room. Yep. Uh, it's crisp and refreshing on this hot summer day. It's 1,000% rally cap. <laughs> it looks a lot like rally cap. Yeah. It might be the whiskey. <laughs> yeah, the, the whiskey might have gotten to your palate. That might <laughs> Or it could have been the six other beers I had right before this thing. That <laughs> that, uh, that is fair. Me. We were doing some sampling before you had this. Samples of six other beers. You didn't have six full. No, beers. no, no. Samples. Yes, you're right. Daniel Schmer was kind enough to share a bunch of his uh, Florida beers that he brought back from us. Some were very good. I, I didn't. I didn't care for two of them. But Floridian beers. Yeah, Floridian. you win some, you lose some. You know. That's right. You're playing the lottery when you pick up random craft beers at a bottle shop. Yep. And you don't look at dates. Yeah. Well, the dates will crush you. That's a. Yeah. Hey, kids at home, look at dates. Yeah. Um, that's not always the case, though. It's not always the case that a beer that's two or three months old. Correct. Uh, yeah. Is oh, but of, I've bought like date. six or eight month old beers before and not paying attention to dates. And well, that's a different story. That's right? a travesty. Um, yeah. I mean, we feel pretty strongly that, that our beers with our processes and SOPs, uh, if you're within six months, you're in good shape with almost any of our beers. Obviously, the hoppier beers begin to fall off, sure. you know, over time, 90 days or so. But Our buyback date is 120. Yeah. I mean, and, if, and we, if, we, if we have beer in the market older than 120 days, we will buy it back. Yeah, and, and I confidently, you know, if I'm at Kroger or whatever and I'm, I'm buying our beer, generally speaking, I don't have to look at the date because I know that most of the time it's, it's moving fast enough that it's probably... Do you buy code. your beer at Kroger? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, I do. Um, I don't. You don't buy our beer. You don't buy beer at Kroger. I don't buy you. I don't actually don't buy beer at Kroger. So, but that's. I mean, you also don't buy Sonder beer at Kroger. That's what you're yeah, trying to. That's that what I was trying to say. But I don't buy beer at Kroger, anyways. I would assume that you do most of your beer buying at your place I of business. I do. There's a in there's which a, you should. Right. There's a discount involved there. Right. <laughs> Is it free ninety nine? Uh, it's not free because we still have to pay for it. But <laughs> that's true. It's coming out of your checkbook one way or yeah, one way or the other. It might be walking out the door. After, I, I just don't pay retail for it. Right. <laughs> um, Costel isn't bad though. So, so I'm not going to do the. Uh, you know, you and I have been friends for a long time. We've talked about it on other podcasts. Yes, I'm not going to do the classic line uh, that we've talked about before. Like, so how's business? Right? Like, uh, remember? I remember you telling me before we ever opened. Yeah. When when you're like, hey, just get ready for people to come in and just look at you and go, how's business? How you guys doing? Right. How you, that's it. How you guys doing? How you guys doing? Uh, so so let's not go down that rabbit hole. But let's talk about. I so, got an idea. What? Yeah, yeah. Here's what you should do. Here's what you should do. That's my favorite. Here's Here's what what you should should do. Why don't you tell me how I should run my business, please? (laughs) Uh, No, uh, you guys are doing a lot of cool stuff over there. So let's talk a little bit about it. Starting with, recently you guys did a pig roast. Uh, A hog roast. We did. We roasted a a whole hog. Where did this idea come from? I got to know. I mean, I also also need to, I've only heard the story from Kenny. I need the like. Oh, you've never heard my side of the story? What side of, oh, of how it started? No, no, no. no, no, no. Of how it went down. I mean, it was a nightmare. Because it was the tornado night. It was the tornado night. We had, we had, it was Friday night. I don't know what the date was, but it was yeah. massive rain. It, anyone listening that's local to the area, you would know it was the night that all the sirens around Cincinnati went off. Yes. is the night you were roasting the hog. Yes. Not the night of the event. Not the night of the event. Uh, the event was Saturday, but Friday, Friday night, night was when you were roasting. It was, it was actually Kenny's idea. Smoking, it was, it I guess. Was, it was the Friday Smoking. before. Smoking. Yeah. yeah. It was the Friday before Father's Day. Yes. Is that so, what it was? So okay. The 18th. Okay. Yep. So a yes. couple of weeks ago. Yep. Saturday the 18th was the event. but Saturday we, the 19th was the event. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. Something like hey, that. Hey, Danny, how's, how's business over at BC's? Uh, good. <laughs> Strong. I'm there often. <laughs> now, I got, now I'm pulling out my calendar like, what, what, 
Where's the date? I, I mean, bet, but I was, I I was you, delirious that day. I bet day. you all your future earnings that it was Friday the 18th. Friday the 18th was the day we started smoking the pig. Yep. Um, and so we got this. We were, we were initially expecting a 150-pound hog uh, after it had been dressed, and a 226-pound hog showed up. Okay. So... <laughs> That's that's a big difference in cooking time, right? I'm like, not a mathematician, but that's a 50% increase on what it, you were thinking. It was, it was <laughs> big enough. <laughs> it, was, it was certainly well done, math lead. <laughs> Sometimes I'm good at math, and other times I'm not. Um, and so we, we rented a smoker. Friday was fine up until the evening part. Did um, you start it earlier in the day? We started it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon okay. on Friday. So you were going for a 24-hour roast? Uh, we actually, well, I mean, originally we were only going for an 18 roast because it was 150 pounds, but then a 226 ah, pound. Yeah, so I yeah, mean, when, sure. you, when you add 75 pounds of, of meat like that you got to cook through, you're, adding, there's, a you're adding a lot of time that we weren't, we weren't necessarily anticipating. And so, uh, Where does one buy a full pig? Uh, a local farm. Okay. Um, so actually one of our, one of our reps who works with uh, premium, his family owns a farm oh, and, cool. and they provided the, the pig from his farm, which was really cool. Um, so it was like local and sustainable farming and all this, all this cool stuff. Great. Um, and we get this pig on the smoker and I, I bought this, uh, wireless Wi-Fi thermometer mm-hmm. so that when we closed that night, we could go home and I could just watch the temperature at home. You should have. Did it cross your mind to do it like they do in Hawaii and like dig a hole and it put did. It spit? And, oh, I and, wanted to do that. Yeah. And and Kenny's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> We're gonna do it this way. Good thing you have Kenny. Right. Yeah. He, I mean, he's he, <laughs> he talks me out of a lot of dumb ideas. <laughs> you need the rational yeah. one. In I your mean, I was like, deal. yeah, we'll just get some cinder blocks and we'll build this thing and then yeah. we'll we'll do it. And, he, and he's like, no, 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 we'll just we'll red us. <laughs> sounds like a terrible we'll idea. Do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So we, we get the we get the hog on, it's going uh, it's going great. It starts raining. I don't know in the evening sometime around eight nine. We leave at eleven. Temperature's fine. It's been fine. It's been con- constant. Uh, as soon as I get home, which I live about twelve minutes from Montgomery, I pull up this app to look at the thermometer, and my my temperature's just plummeting. And I'm like, what the what's going on? So I immediately turn around. Shoot right back up to the shop, uh, and I just touch the the knob that that kind of runs the the propane tank, and the fire starts back up, and my temperature goes immediately back up. <laughs> so I have no clue what what happened or what was wrong with it. Interesting. Um, and then I made the decision I was going to stay there all night by yourself, alone. That sounds boring. Uh, luckily for me, uh, the Reds were playing in San Diego, so that game went until two in the morning. Yep. Um, after that, it was, I became a pinball wizard. <laughs> Cause that's all I had. You were up the whole time. I did not. I'm not, I'm not sure if you've ever stayed the night in a bar before, but um, I haven't. There's unless n- you count the upstairs up here. I uh, absolutely count I, that. Uh, I would, then I've I slept in a bar before. That, <laughs> and I wish we had an upstairs like this. Uh, cause there's nothing comfortable in BC's Montgomery to sit on for 10 hours. No, absolutely not. Like, it's all wood stools and wood chairs. So it was very uncomfortable. Um, I was there all night. 
I was, why, why all of a sudden? So you just weren't comfortable that if you left, it was going to... I knew. I mean, Murphy was going to show up, and he's yeah. going to be like, ha-ha, you got to come back anyway. Yeah, our buddy Murphy, our buddy right. Murphy uh, it shows up all the time. Well, the reality is, is, even if I went home after that, I was going to be staring at my phone. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, I kind of relate true. to that. I would have been so nervous, too. Like, you promised people a roasted pig. You can't just, like, yeah. go to the store and get pulled pork all of a sudden afterwards. No. It, you, Danny, do you know who our buddy Murphy is? I don't know. Yeah, Murphy's Law. Anything oh, that can happen oh, will happen. I see. It doesn't matter what you're... It's like a home project. Doesn't it's, matter. It's moving. It's anything you're going to do. You just... You got to account... I always, I always say you got to... Add four add, hours. Yep. Yep. That's right. <laughs> that's, I was going to say add 10% of the time yeah. you're accounting it yeah. to be, but it's usually more like 50% of the time. Right. Right. So, okay. So, you're at the... You're at the... You're so at, at the, the shop. Seas. The Reds game's over. I'm... I'm bored out of my mind. Dude, yeah. Like, there's nothing to do. Yeah. You're just playing pinball? Um, I, was, I played a lot of pinball because we've got those pinball machines there. Uh, so n- what did you do during the storms? I mean, I just kept on going outside and checking it. So I'm drenched, right? Like, I, I, I'm just walking outside to look. At when the sirens are going off, did it ever cross? Like, what? Like- I almost got hit by lightning. I, I mean, at least I thought I did. Okay. Because it was one of those where, like, you see the flash and you and hear the, the noise yeah. at the same time, and you're like, "Oh, that was really close." Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I was I was scared to go back outside because yeah. I'm like, I don't want to stand next to this big metal tin. Yeah, and be outside, but I had to I had to check this pig, um, and and it, the night was fine. Everything with the pig was fine until about six thirty in the morning when the propane ran out, and I had to switch the propane <laughs> tank. Did and you have one ready to go? Yeah. Okay. So we, we had a propane tank there. We were ready to switch it over because we just we smoked it with like a uh, big tin foil tray sure. of apple mm-hmm. chips, uh, okay. apple wood chips. Yeah. Um, and so I had I had the propane tank, and that like in the morning was when the most consistent downpour was happening. There weren't like overnight it was kind of spotty. It was always raining, but it wasn't as heavy. It was really heavy in the morning. Um, so I go to change the propane tank. And I can't get the grill lit because everything is just soaked, soaked. and uh, moist and wet and just gross from yeah. raining all night long. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm starting to freak out. It's like 15 minutes. I'm not getting the propane. I'm like, this, this tank sucks. So at some point, I decide that the tank is the problem. So I go down to the Shell gas station right by our shop, and I buy... Uh, a propane tank, and I bought one of those long Bic lighters, and I'm I'm soaking wet, so I can only imagine what the woman working the <laughs> counter thinks of me walking in. It's like he's going to go blow something up, is what he's going to do with these two tools. So I get it back, I I get the propane tank on, and I get the pilot light lit. Now on this particular grill, the pilot light lit is great, and then you turn it up, and it it feeds the rest of the all I can describe as like a bar that. Spits yeah, yeah. fire, right? Yeah. So that that bar will not light, and uh, <laughs> and I'm I'm frustrated. I got the pilot light lit. I've got the thing cranked up to high, just thinking like, well, eventually this propane's got to catch. And I come back out of the rain inside, and I I I, I rigged the 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 grill up so that it was facing one of our garage doors, so I had like really easy access to it. I didn't have to go out in the rain as much. Um, and I hear that bar ignite, and I'm like, yes. And then I hear, boom, and the lid flies up and slams back down. <laughs> and I'm like, I just blew up the pig. <laughs> oh 
because I had all this propane feeding into this grill, and oh. eventually it hit the, the, the pilot light, and it just exploded. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I blew up the pig. Like, that's yeah. where my mental state was. And I look, and the pig was fine. I crisped the skin real nicely. I oh. saw that. that I did well. notice that um, on the photos. That, that's a happy accident. And, I mean, so it's going on about an hour, hour and 15 minutes, and, and like, without I, it being relit without it being Oof. relit and i'm okay. freaking out i'm like this is this day's ruined like it's going to be ruined and then kenny shows up and i was like i was i was on the verge of a breakdown like i was just i was tired no sleep frustration no sleep yeah. i'm soaking wet uh, i hear the the front door beep that that happens when the door opens and i walk out of the back and i can only imagine what kenny thought when he saw <laughs> me he's like look at this idiot who's just like soaking wet and um, he's there not 10 minutes he comes to the other side of the grill, and somehow he just he gets that, that post underneath lit. He puts the lighter on the other end of it, and it lights right up. And I'm like, well, Some, that's great. I'm glad you're here. It's like a fresh set of eyes sometimes. Yeah. Just, wow, dude, I was, I was like out of it. So, so did, he, did you get it? Uh, so we got it back up to temp. Everything was fine. It cost us about an hour and a half of cook time because we were planning on sure. pulling this thing around noon. Um, we what time was the event supposed to start? The event started at noon. But okay. it's like, you know, you're roasting a whole pig. Like, you can't guarantee yeah. that this thing's going to be yeah. done. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and people s- weren't showing up at noon expecting to leave at 1. Like, uh, We had a couple that were. Oh, okay. Um, but everyone else was you win absolutely, some, you lose yeah, some, yeah. was absolutely under, understanding about, you know, hey, it's a, it's a big pig that we're trying to cook, and we've got to make sure that it's, yeah. it's ready to go. And so we, we pulled the thing at 2 o'clock, and... Uh, it was it was absolutely fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so the event was a success. The event uh, ended up being a success. Was this just something you guys had been thinking about doing for a while, or what? Uh, it's it's definitely out there. It's unique. Um, it's it's really creative. I love where your head's at, and you guys are doing a lot of cool things, kind of rethinking your model. So I'm just curious to get like your your headspace on. Is this just is this something you guys have just, you know, selfishly wanted to do? Is it a business driver? Like, what's the... So, I mean, mainly it was a business driver. I mean, sure. obviously, who, who hasn't wanted to... I mean, if you're into smoking, you've always wanted to Absolutely. smoke a hog before, yep. right? So, it was a cool experience. I will never do it again. Oh, uh, really? Oh, not me. I mean, I'll, I'll find somebody who wants to do the pig overnight and, and right. let them do that it. That part you won't yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was an experience. And, and you just store. pulled it all, right? You pull all of the pork. Yeah. You didn't cut any of the pieces no it was okay. everything was like you weren't together. doing the belly separately the belly was the ribs was the okay uh, ham was the everything was yep. just kind of mixed so you got what you got and it was it was absolutely delicious and we we had a lot of uh a lot of people that that are i don't know you know a couple of the reps that made dishes and and my it's wife awesome. made some dishes so we had a ton of sides um and it was really just kind of a driver to to get people back into BCs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like we we've we've still struggled since COVID with um, how do we get people back in the doors, and and food seems to be a big driver into that. And so we're just we're just working on these these food events that we can do and and kind of pull people back. Like I said, it's super creative. I love where your head's at. Um, it's something that you're not seeing anywhere else. So it's a it's a uh, I don't know. It's it's creative. I, I like it. I like it, was, it a lot. It was very cool, and I, I give Kenny all the props because it was his idea, and and he really kind of uh, um, took the charge and, and spearheaded the thing, and and then just let me stay overnight. So that was super cool. And so, <laughs> so Kenny just manned it after you left. Kenny slept well while, while he manned yeah, it. So Kenny, Kenny Kenny was at home sleeping, and then he came in. He came in super early, 
and uh, relieved me. And I, I went home and took a shower and then came right back. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't sleep at all that night. By the time... Uh, well, if you go to bed, you're just going to crash. Oh, yeah. I'm right. never getting back up, yeah. right? So, I, I mean, I was there Saturday until about 8 p.m. And then, and then I was able to leave. Although we did this... I, I'm ashamed to admit this, but we, we did this really cool thing with Twisted Tea. Um, where we randled it through uh, peaches and cinnamon sticks. Yeah, I bet that was delicious. It was. I think I had 15 that day. <laughs> it was so. I mean, it was over ice, so it was going down easy. It was hot. Oh, here's the other part of this story. Uh, our uh, HVAC unit was broken. Oh, so you had no so AC in the place? So we had no AC in the place at all. While Oof. you were sitting there overnight? While I was sitting there overnight, the whole next day. That Sweating was, your goods off? Oh, my goodness. It was... <laughs> It was so hot, but luckily we've got those big garage doors, and sure, you know we we can get some ventilation in there. But it was it was warm, but those twisted tees were going down. <laughs> twisted tees help. I, it's probably been ten years. I was about to say it's. I'm fairly certain it's been more than a decade since I've had a twisted tee. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I there's a chance I've never had a twisted. Tea. So it's still on tap. So when you come <laughs> in this Friday, well, no, you're going camping. I uh, know. I might be there Friday. Okay, get one. Yeah, it, I don't it, go camping. Well, actually, blow your mind. Like I, I was convinced that it was the worst thing ever. Really? And then our our rep, uh, uh, Genevieve G, uh, from Sam Adams, went down to show and bought me one one day. She's like, "You have to drink this," and I was like, "Actually, this is this is quite refreshing." <laughs> yeah. So I'm you sad guys are, that I like. So this. you guys are doing some other cool stuff too, right? You, you are. Uh, you're kind of converting what people used to think of and know as as BCs to something a little bit different. I mean, we're trying, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we're, talk a little bit about that. So, I mean, we're just trying to move in a different direction. We're trying to become a, uh, a more a music venue. Um, we've done some cool things with, like, uh, open mic nights. Um, and now we're doing uh, some music nights on Saturdays where we have, like, three or four different artists come in, and they each have an hour. So it's it's a new show every week. Um, I wouldn't say trivia is new, but we're doing a trivia night on on Thursdays. You're changing a little bit about what's on tap, right? Like, oh, uh, we've got our so, hipster handle now. Yeah, so let's so so let, I mean, let's be honest. When you guys started in 2015, what year? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we opened uh, March 2016, but okay, the business so, was put together. In so, 15, based yeah. on where the landscape of the of the market and of the industry was at that time versus where we are today, I mean, you would have laughed in my face if I would have looked at you and said, "Hey." In six years, you guys are going to do an event, and you're going to have Twisted Tea on tap. You know what I mean? Like, I, that's, no, absolutely, I would have. Uh, I would have been like, no, that's not what we're about. Yeah. We're not about that life. Yeah. You would have never had High Life on draft every day? Right. I, no, we weren't about that life either. Um, I mean, we were, we were trying to honor craft beer. This mm-hmm. really where, where we were coming from with that is, is we didn't want the domestics, and as breweries sold um, to, to big, big beer, we would we would pull them off the shelf and they wouldn't be on our shelves anymore. Um, and as so, as, how do you reconcile that today? What's different? I mean, everything's different, right? Like uh, you know, you have you have more beers that are sold to to the domestic uh, brands. Um, seltzers have come along, and that's that's a super weird craft environment for us to to kind of figure out. Um, and and at this point, it's. You know, there are times where I just want to sit back and drink some shitty beer. And mm-hmm. and so what better way to do that than on draft at, at mm-hmm. my own place? Mm-hmm. If it makes you feel better, Brian, I am a frequent flyer at your establishment, and I've stayed quite a bit longer than I normally would because I'm able to have the three, four, or five craft beers that I would normally have, and I would typically just leave. Now I stay for another high life or two. Yeah, sure. Yeah, listen, I, I think, uh, and there's this there's this debate, and I can get into it with you, I can get into it with anyone, right? I can get into the discussion of, um, 
you know, when breweries are successfully sold to other places, large or otherwise, um, is that a bad thing? You know, and, 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 and that's not what this podcast is meant to be. Sure. Um, but I, I think there's, there's a couple elements, you know, that, that are in play here. Number one, uh, at the end of the day, people just want, people want two things, right? They want beer they enjoy or product they enjoy, whether it's Twisted Tea, Seltzer, beer, wine, liquor, whatever it is. They want product they enjoy, and they want to make a memory, and they want to have a good time, right? And, and I think if you're evolving, if Sonder is evolving, if businesses are evolving to make a successful business, um, there's nothing wrong with that, and that's a win. And I, know, and I only say this because I know this is something, you know, you and I are good enough friends that we've had these conversations enough that I know that your mindset has had to shift a lot to do that, to save your business and to be, to, for your business to not be saved, but to thrive. Sure. Right. Sure. And, and, uh, I think it's, I think it's important. I think it's great. I mean, I, I, I commend you guys because you're evolving to what the consumer is now wanting, right? Yeah. There was a time when consumers hunted down bottle shops to get the rarest, most unique beers on tap or on draft. And I think now, man, people just want to make a memory and they want to, they want to be able to hang out, you know, to Danny's point, They'll hang out for one more because, all right, I don't want another IPA, but I'll take a high life. Right. right? Yeah. I mean, it's something that everybody knows. Yeah. Even even if you're now, you're gran- the most- granted, I mean, we we could put Voss on there and we could, we could still win, but we could do that. That's fine. I'm I'm not against that. <laughs> we love, we love uh, in all seriousness, it's just uh, I think the craft beer industry has evolved. Well, and it, I mean, uh, when I look at uh, when we look at distribution numbers and and where beer is going. Uh, there was a time where we were, I hesitate to say special, but we were special because of the, the beer we carried. Now that, I, I don't know that that exists anymore because of the sheer amount of volume of these beers being pumped out and, and where they're being sold, the, the grocery stores and the gas stations and the convenience stores. Like, it, it doesn't take a bottle shop to go get the specialty releases anymore. You can go to to a gas station and find some of that stuff sometimes. So, sometimes, yeah, yeah, sometimes. So, so you've got you've to change your approach. And, and, I mean, you're exactly right. What, what I was telling Kenny, um, and we had several conversations about, is it's about the experience. And, mm-hmm. like, this, this hog smoke gave people an experience that, that they could remember and they could talk about. Um, and it was on Father's Day, so there were a lot of dads there. We did a dad joke competition, and there were a lot of terrible jokes. I love that so much. Oh, I mean, there, there, was, there was a guy that came, and he was ready to tell jokes. Like, he's like, this, this is what I'm doing here. I'm just here to tell jokes. Um, and he was, he was like, he couldn't wait for that part of it to start. And his jokes were awful, but they were beautiful. Yeah, it's like a, you almost want them to be bad. Oh, I mean, that's a dad joke, right? right. Like, it's got to the, the The more terrible the joke, the better the dad joke. You should got Chad out there. Chad was there. Chad stopped by. Oh, he didn't tell any jokes. I was going to say, you should have said some bad dad jokes. He did have a twist. Do you have any stud finders at your house? Do I have any what? Stud finders? You know, that find the studs oh, in the yeah, walls. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you want to know if it's working, just I, point it at me. I pointed at myself. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the beauty of it. <laughs> Goes off every time. <laughs> We can't, we can't get into dad jokes. I'm going to have to leave. Yeah, I, I, I would win. I can get I'm you. I'm sure you could. I don't know. I've got some good ones. <laughs> so let's talk about, let's, uh, before we wrap here, let's talk about what, what we want to talk about, right? Which is bruising the burps. Yeah. Um, so uh, you've hosted it for, for two different years. Uh, it was Last year would have been the third annual. Would have been right? the third, yeah. Uh, because of COVID, 
Um, you guys made the tough decision to uh, move on from it last year. Yep. Um, which was the right move in, in the pandemic. Uh, this year, it's changing venues. It is. So it will not be at Crossroads in Mason. It will instead be here at Sonder yeah. on, our, on our land. We're excited. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped about it. I think it's going to be, uh, I know it's going to be just a, a really awesome day. Uh, so so tell, tell our listeners what Brews in the Burbs is and, and what it um, what it goes, what, what proceeds go towards. So we, yeah, I mean, we, uh, we started Bruising the Burbs. Um, we meaning BCs. I mean, you guys. Well, we were part of it. Yeah. We were part of it. There, there's a couple guys that are external with BCs that, that we're in good relationship with. And, and it was really me and a guy named uh, Brad uh, that, that just kind of, kind of were discussing, like, there's, there's no beer festival in the northern suburbs. Um, if you want to go to one, you have to go downtown. And that beer festival's fine. Uh, but like, it's not convenient for, for the population up here. And, um, in, in my mind, I wanted a, a better beer festival. Um, I think the Cincinnati beer festival is great. Uh, but it, it kind of always feels like the same thing. Sure. It, it, it's, it's very core centric. Um, it's, it's kind of the same old beers year after year. And I, I think, want... I think for those consumers, they're able to try a lot of different breweries for the first time, but they're not necessarily getting like the premier they're not getting like the specialty beers for sure for sure and that's it does it does a great job of of kind of taking that that uh new craft drinker um to a different place because they get to try so much down there you kind of learn what you like you like increase your palate a little bit yeah but but for the veterans it it gets kind of boring because most of us who have been drinking craft beer for a while have tried all the beers that are available down there mm-hmm. so my my thought was i i want to do something where we really we really have breweries that that like bring their their best newest uh stuff and let's let's showcase that for for people up here in the, the northern suburbs and and so we started this event um what would it have been it would have been 2018 was the first year um nobody makes any money except the charity so we we take all the ticket sales and and any donations and sponsorships and and all that stuff gets pumped back into the communities up here um and so it's it's just a lot of fun for us to go out and and create this experience once again right for people up here that that can try all sorts of new beer um and some of the old favorites i mean we we don't we don't eliminate all the cores but um and, and just drink for a cause and, and have a good time and throw a big party. Uh, we've got live music. There's, uh, there's T-shirts. There's the, uh, the photo booth. Um, and all this stuff is covered. A uh, you know, bunch of really good food trucks. Yeah, food trucks. Um, man, we've had some great food trucks in the past couple of years. I'm not sure who's coming this year. Uh, I do have the list. I don't have it on me, but it does look like another great list. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's just a great um, time to, to make some money and, and – Give it, give it to some people that, that really need it, and, and we all do it while we're, while we're drinking some really good beer. Yeah, this year's festival is benefiting the Edge Teen Center. It's a uh, place in Liberty where teens are able to safely go after school, participate in different programs, and this all 100% of the proceeds of Brewers and the Burbs 21 will benefit the Edge Teen Center, which is really cool. Yeah, it's like tutoring and stuff, right? Like, yeah. Like we're, yeah, I mean, we've always done things in the past with, with kids, and, and in 2000... Uh, it would have been 2019 we were able to raise twenty five thousand um, dollars 
and, and we gave that directly to uh, Camp and Joy through Children's Hospital. That's a big check for one day. It really is. One afternoon yeah. slash night, essentially. That's well, and it's, it was a huge jump from year one to year two. Year one, we, we donated 10000 and year two, we were able to donate 25000 um, and so we're just we're really happy to be a part of it and just throw this this party in the northern suburbs and, and really give people a beer fest, but then also do some really good in the local communities here. For sure. And what's cool about it, too, is um, you you guys through this event um, in years past, I assume it would be the same this year, but in years past, I know because we're a big part of it, uh, have brought people to the burbs uh, for this event from not just the northern suburbs, right? So from downtown, from northern Kentucky, I know plenty of people who come up for this who don't live here, which is cool, right? That, it, that's it the is. idea. And I think it's because we do it a little bit differently um, because we are putting on beers that you're not going to see all around the city in different restaurants and bars. You're going to have 30-plus um, breweries, and you're going to have some breweries that don't even have distribution here. Pouring um, beer. There will probably be a couple that don't have distribution. They've got to get specialty. I mean, they, they technically have distribution here because you've got that specialty license. But, yeah, I mean, we're going to have – we're gonna we, we want the best. I mean, Some breweries that you can't, you can't regularly get, I should say. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not stuff you're going to be able to walk into a place and find on the shelf very yeah, regularly. For sure. Um, and that's really cool. I mean, we just we, – we've done what, what I feel like is a phenomenal job over the last uh, six, seven years of being open of, of really creating some, some great relationships in this industry. Mm-hmm. And and being able to kind of lean on those, and and ask them, hey, we we want to we want to donate some money. Mm-hmm. Can you guys help us? And mm-hmm. the best way these places can help us is like, give us the best beer. Yeah, and we'll we'll rock it out. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's almost one of those things where um, if you come up swinging, we'll come up swinging too. And it's a pro to them too. You know, like I even think about you know going for us going to Cleveland Beer Fest. We don't. Or beer in Cleveland, but it's great for those consumers to have our beer, know who we are, and get introduced to us. I mean, there were so many people who had never heard of us coming up to our booth, trying our beer, and, you know, all of a sudden they're familiar with Sonder. That's an added pro for some of those breweries coming down here as well, and I just think it's going to be a great time. I'm, I, so I'm the marriage here of I work with the Brews and the Burbs team. I'm also obviously on the Sonder staff, so I'm really excited to have the event here kind of be on the inside looking in and then uh, just being able to enjoy the event too. Get yeah. some people out here to enjoy our space and enjoy some good beer. Well, and Sunder was a massive part of, of our, our 2019 festival. And so it was a very natural transition when we couldn't, we couldn't hold the event at this, the same space um, with, with COVID going on and, and what, what was required or not required. Um, we just, we couldn't do it there so it was it was a very easy transition to to ask and then and then be able to use saunders space outside to kind of run with this festival and make sure that it you know it didn't it didn't die yeah um on the vine yeah 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 exactly um so let's talk uh very distinct details so the event is uh july 31st correct correct um timing here at saunder uh it is a it is a saturday on july 31st uh, I believe the VIP starts at five thirty. Uh, yeah, is it five or five thirty? I think I know. I know it's an hour beforehand. So then it's five. Yeah, it's five o'clock. Yeah. Uh, VIP starts at five. There's a there's a few of those tickets still left. Um, and how can consumers or listeners go to get tickets? So we have a Bruise and the Burbs Facebook page and then an Instagram page. Both are linked to the event. Uh, it's Showclicks is the site that we use for tickets. So if you 
just even want to search Google Brews in the Burbs 2021, show clicks will show up. Okay. Uh, it's $60 for VIP, $40 for GA, which is a really affordable beer festival, in my opinion, especially for the stuff that we're going to have on tap. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, a, it's a great deal. Uh, for those non-hipsters that don't know what GA is, because I just had to think in my head, and I hope this oh, is sorry, accurate. General it's admission. General Admission. Yep. Okay. I think that's um, a music thing, isn't what, it? What was the first thing that ran through your head? Um, honestly, yeah. I, I didn't know. Oh. I, I was literally thinking in my head, what, what could the hell is GA, GA be? GA. Yeah, Georgia. So, so Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> yeah, for Georgia tickets, Georgia. $40. So G, GA gets you into the event, um, and then VIP gets you a food voucher. Um, a designated area for you to be able to sit in with a tent uh, right next to the music. Um, so just a couple added bonuses well, there. We're also going to have some specialty taps in there. Yeah, I believe yeah. in the years past, if you were a part of VIP, you got access to some yeah, taps they're, that they're weren't gonna be, available. And you get in an hour early, too. Yeah. So yeah. You get a five-hour festival versus So if you don't want to fight festival. all of the other well, people you get, around. You get, I mean, if there's once we release the, the beer list, like if there are beers that you want to try, you, you have first access. Because the right. reality is, is in a beer fest like this, uh, stuff blows. Like stuff, yep. and when I say, I guess a lot of people probably don't know what blows me, but like the keg it's actually gone. is gone. Yeah. Um, and so. And that's by design, too. We can't be sitting on beer after this event, you know? No, because we're, we're trying to fundraise. And so um, it, it, it is hard to, to make sure that every beer lasts throughout the entire festival. Right. It's just not going to happen. It doesn't happen. And there, there's been some confusion because um, originally we were doing two sessions, and that was all COVID protocol. Um, but we've since combined them to one evening session. That is going to make life so much easier on, on both us. But then I think also the attendees where they're not trying to figure out, are my friends going to this one or that one? Right. Yeah. Um, it makes it, sense. It's been minimal, too, from my end, at least, monitoring the social media. We've had a couple people who um, purchased the early tickets, and they they had evening plans that night, so they no longer can go. And we feel bad for those people. But Cancel your plans. Yeah, we feel – exactly. We feel as a festival that – you know, we want to bring that beer fest vibe back. Absolutely. And getting a thousand people into the Sonder yard, enjoying a bunch of really good beers, live music and food trucks is the best way we felt like we could do it on a Saturday night. For sure. Uh, I'm excited about it. I'll link, if you're listening to this, I will link the show clicks link in the uh, notes for the show. I'm also excited about it. Uh, it has been like the first year was super stressful. The first year we did it. And it the first work. year, it was 2018 because we hadn't opened yet. We were yeah. under construction. We set up a tent. Oh, yeah, you guys were And there, we, just had, we just had like a you sandwich like, board <laughs> that was like, here's our building. Here's plans. Yeah. <laughs> I and do we had remember so that. many people coming up going, when are you opening? We've been hearing about you guys for two years. Are you ever going to open? Like, yeah, dude, it was, like, we know we're trying. We're it was, trying really hard. Um, it, but that one was a lot of work. Year two. Well, you didn't know what you were doing. No, yet, right? we had no clue. We're like, let's throw a beer fest, and like, and then year two, I asked you, I'm like, can we be the premier beer sponsor? Yeah. Um, and you know, we're in the burbs. We we really want to lean into this. It worked out well. We had two locations. We had a big. Uh, there was that. Uh, he had seven fifties. Yeah. Of the Fodor. Yeah. Like yeah. That yeah, stuff was on the punch him. Yeah. Luke was walking yeah. Around with, uh, That's barely. still the photo when Luke calls me. Is the oh, photo of him holding the bottle like this? So good. And and so Mella. Almost yeah. won. Yeah, it like, did. Win. We did it. We it did was a the number one beer in the competition. Oh. Yeah, Amid. it was the number one beer. You're Amid. right. You're right. Well, one best in show. Michael was very excited. 
Yeah, I could just throw a bunch of fruit and sugar in something Whoa. and we'll see what happens. Whoa. But you got to add honey. <laughs> you got to add honey. <laughs> That's part of the sugar. <laughs> <laughs> that is the sugar. I'm definitely going to be a Brews and the Burbs member that night, not a Sonder employee. I'm definitely going to be trying a bunch of different you should. stuff. I, I walk uh, more that night than I do at any other point in time in my life. Oh, I'm sure. Just on your feet the, the whole day. The sheer amount of miles I put in uh, that first year. I mean, I, I wish I would have had one of those watches that could have tested because I bet I walked like. Oh, your phone miles. will do it. I know, but no, I, his won't. Whoa, his won't. He doesn't have an iPhone. Mm. His won't. Oh, yeah, he, he's one of those. I'm one of those. It's fine. Yeah. I, I just outed him on the podcast, you so did. now everybody knows he's a weirdo. It's uh, fine. No, no, I'm actually the same one. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just curious, uh, what is the future of Brews and the Burbs? Does it change? Does it evolve? Is it... I mean, I think it's going to have to at some point, right? But I don't, I don't know that now is the time. Like, we're just... At this point, we're trying to get our legs back underneath us as a beer fest um, and just trying to get people to come back out and, and kind of welcome that again after this, this pandemic that we all went through. Um, I, I'm sure there is an evolution there. Okay. Um, I'm sure it grows. I'd love for it to grow to be, you know, a, a larger beer fest, uh, more people, more breweries, more beer. Um, and let's let's see how much money we can really raise and, and, and do some real good in the communities around us. Um, I don't some more good. Yeah. Some more good. I mean, why, why not? Why? Th- this is this. Yeah. That's you, the beauty you said of do it. some real good. I mean, we're doing some real good with yeah. this, right? Let's do some more real do good. Do more real good. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. absolutely. Do more real good. Love yeah. it. Do more real good. I more real good. That, but, you know. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> uh, all right. Before we hit our last segment, you're a Kings Island guy. I am. What's your favorite ride at Kings Island? I got to know. I mean, I, I just rode Orion for the first time. and That's the easy answer. Well, I, I'm not, I'm just, I didn't say it was my That's answer. I'm just saying I just rode it for the first time. Um, it is... It is really fun. It is fun. It is really fun. I love that you're up to the top of that hill so quick. Yes. And you're like, let's go. Well, because the worst let's part go. of it for me is slowly clicking up the hill. Yeah. No, I see, like, I don't I, mind that. I, I can look around. Like, I can kind of see what's going on. I, I don't. I keep the, my eyes closed. No. You're a lunatic. That's pre well, no, no, You're excited to no, go no, no. up the hill? No. I love it. It's no like, way. It's like the anticipation, like the buildup. You're like no. kind of like getting the goosebumps a little bit. No. I don't need those goosebumps. That's why I like Diamondback, because it's a... I, I and, understand. And Diamondback I, is awesome. Um, the only acceptable answer is Banshee. Banshee's the best roller coaster at the park. Oh, plot twist. Banshee is I really good. Banshee's the best. I rode it one time, and it's been years. That's it? That's it. All right, we're going to ride it next week. I'm not a, I, I used to love Vortex. I'm sorry oh, they got rid yeah. of Vortex. Vortex was, Vortex was like uh, But my it was a safety jam. hazard towards the end. Well, I it mean, was, they hadn't replaced a lot of those tubes in <laughs> quite a few years. So. King Cobra used to be legit, King too. King Cobra was legit. But, but it was short. Also it became, was way yeah. too short yeah, was yeah, the yeah. problem with King Cobra. Um, the ride I hate the most is probably an easier ride to answer. But that, you know what? I do know what my favorite ride at King's Island okay. is. Delirium. Delirium is my favorite. I will ride. not get on that. that you is, could not give me. You couldn't. I, I would. If you said, here's a $100 bill, ride this with me, I wouldn't do it. Here's a $100 bill, ride this I with won't. me. I won't. Oh. I literally, I'm what not about kidding. a $200 bill? Uh, I'd, I'd think about it. <laughs> make, it a, make it a singular oh, $300 delirium, bill the, and I'll do it. The pendulum with the spin? No, uh-uh. oh, I love it. I will. Sometimes you're facing the sky. Sometimes you're facing the ground. Yeah, I'm out. I, I'm out. <laughs> oh, that's my So favorite. I don't do spinny rides in general. Do you do drop zone? 
No. no. Oh, drop zones. I'll amazing. do the roller coasters, but I close my eyes on the way up. Mm. Mm. See, I, I love that ride up. It's like. Have you it, ridden Delirium? Yeah. And? I like it. My old Ooh. favorite ride Ooh. used to be Skylab. And I, you'll, you'll have no clue what Skylab mm-hmm. was. You might not even know I, what Skylab I know Skylab what Skylab is. Yeah, like the, the flower yeah. with the trains mm-hmm. that. Yeah, that I'm was out. My favorite ride. Uh, right also, next to the, the super giant swings that go oh, up. And then, see, now I hate that. No, I, I can't. Those, yeah. I, no, that is. I, the I used worst. to get in trouble at Cedar Point because they had the same ride. I'd be like spinning in those. No, guys, no, guys, no way. You I couldn't am, pay me a hundred dollars to get on that ride. Like that. I am legit. Like my palms are starting to sweat thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, uh, my stomach hurts a little bit thinking about it. So, so Liz went with some. My wife went with some of her friends a few years ago to Kings Island. She got there with her friends. They rode Delirium. As soon as she got there, she had to leave and threw up in the parking lot and oh. hasn't eaten scallops since. Oh. I smoked Ooh, scallops. scallops before they go to Kings Island? Well, I don't think she thought she was going to throw up, well, clearly. I mean, it's bad enough that Skyline's there, and you're like, let me <laughs> shove some conies down this gullet and then ride the Orion. Oh, I've, gullet. I've, Get I've, out of here. I've, e- I've eaten Skyline at Kings yeah, Island. Yeah, everyone has, because yeah. it's like one of three meals you can have there. No, they've stepped their game up. Well, they, no, they have. That uh, that beer and uh, hey. the the beer uh, hall is Olivia, beer hall Olivia is awesome. Small's probably listening to this. She's a she's a frequent listener. Olivia can attest to this. Next time we see Olivia, we got her coming on a future podcast. Yeah, we got her on the pod in a couple. We'll weeks talk here. about this with Olivia. She, Kings Island has stepped their food game up. Here's what's weird. So we went to that that beer uh, garden. I don't know. It's not a garden. It's a it's like a it's yeah, a beer it's hall a smokehouse. It's a it's a smokehouse. Sure. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So we went don't there. They call it the beer hall or something like that. I don't. I don't. I don't know, it's but I, over I believe, I believe blue, blue ice cream is on tap. It is. Okay. We had it there. Um, that's actually where I tried it. I was yeah. like, I know where I can go to get this. Yeah. So we went there, and they have an actual bar with people bellied up at the bar. I remember you talking at about King's this. Island. Doesn't it, that blow your mind? It blew my mind. I'm like, who pays to get into King's Island to belly up at a bar? <laughs> See, I mean, to the same. To the maybe, same. maybe they have a meal plan. They are. I, that's rich. That's what I was about. You to don't say. get beers on the meal plan. Well, uh, well that, that's. I didn't think about that. But that's maybe fair. they're maybe they're eating a meal. They're drinking beer while they're waiting on their meal, and they're just there because their family's riding rides, and they want to be a part of it with their family. I Ryan. hope so, but they look like regulars. Well, they <laughs> might be regulars. I mean, I mean, I'm a regular. I have a pass. I'm a regular. Oh, yeah, but I'm not at a bar. I, okay, you've been to the bar. I have. I didn't eat at the bar. If you weren't with Rachel and Lila, would you have bellied up? I wouldn't have been at Kings Island. You liar. I wouldn't. You're wrong. If you and I would have went to that bar together without our family, and I would have said, let's just sit at the bar, you would have sat there and we would have had a beer. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Let's make this happen. Let's see if this is real. Danny, why don't you hit that last segment? Yeah, that's it. What do you Is it a cover band in some college town bar where's nine Is it something to get you through? All right. Uh, since you already previously admitted that you don't listen to our podcast enough. Yeah. Uh, you, may I, or, you may or may not know. <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of this. Okay. I've done this before. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Danny, I'll lead us off today. Go for it. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to veer off from what people might think if they listen to last week's episode, cause usually summertime, I'm usually hitting that Chesney right. or some other stuff. But, um, I recently heard killer, uh, the remix. So Eminem with the mm. remix featuring Jack Harlow 
and I believe it's Corday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bethel showed us that. Yep, yep. Yeah. And I love Jack Harlow. <laughs> I'm a fan as well. Yeah. Have you listened to that remix? Yeah, it's super good. He it played slaps. it the other day. Yeah. Um, Didn't Eminent, he play it up here did, on Friday? Did you just say it, it slaps? It does slap. It does slap. Yep. Um, just checking. Like, that's a bass. You betcha. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm not convinced, though, that they don't, in, like, intentionally speed up Eminem's part. Because I don't know how any human can rap that fast. Uh, Buster Rhymes and Mr. Cow can. <laughs> I don't know. Eminem's pretty quick. It's, I mean, just, just so you know that, but that's that song is fire. It's absolute fire. What's the name of the song? It's called Killer, but it's the remix featuring I've Jack never, Harlow. I don't think and, I've ever heard of uh, Corday. I guess. Uh-huh. So apparently, I don't listen to music either. Well, we've already discussed that your music choices are suspect. What? I mean, I don't even know what that means. Well, we'll find out by what you recommend Jeez. here, Danny. You're I'm up going next. deep, Bob Seger. <laughs> I uh, so I know this is. You're only saying that because you thought that's who I looked like when you I grew my hair. You definitely look like Bob Seger. Every time you walked in, I was like, Bob Seger's gonna play a band. <laughs> I know. Uh, He's getting ready to go off. So I know rap truthers hate this and country truthers hate this, but I absolutely love it when country artists and rappers. Oh, I'm here for it. Like, yeah, I love that. Like sing, like have a song together. Yeah. Uh, Throw it back by Breland, featuring Keith Urban, is. An elite song. I don't even know. Is I feel like both of those are con, like played in country music, like s- separate from each other. I just feel like Breland is more like poppy with it. Maybe, but he's yeah. You're probably right. He's rapping like, I don't in think, the song, but, but he's I a don't pop think artist. That's maybe. right. I don't yeah, think yeah. they're playing Breland on like you know maybe hip hop stations. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure this. I'm sure it, like if you had to pick a genre of radio station that the song is popping up on the most, it's like. The popular music yep. station, right? Not necessarily like the country station or the rap station. But your point remains the same. I bet you, I bet you, thirty-five percent of people who listen to country music radio hate it. Oh, hate it! And thirty-five percent of people who listen to hip hop would never even turn it on. No, I, yeah, there's a lot of people who do do not enjoy crossovers like that. But I'm, I'm here super for here for. It. I don't know that song, but I'm here for the yeah. crossovers. I'll send it to you. Yeah, let's go, Velo. You know, you get an all timer and a current song, right? Yeah, he's been on a few times, so I don't know if I want to let him do that. But you only went one, right? Yeah, but we usually let our guests give us two, and we're on every week. So, if we did two every week, it would get. The song I am jamming to right now is actually it's a it's a remake, okay, uh, of a Rihanna song. Okay, Um, I can get behind Rihanna, and it's Desperado, and it's by Eduardo Luzquinos. Okay, wasn't Desperado an Eagles song? uh, A long time ago. But it, it's a different song, like the same title, different song. Okay. Um, but it's a it's a slowed down version of this song by Rihanna, and it is fire. Big okay. on TikTok, actually. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, might be big on TikTok. Cue that one up. I'll we'll outro with that song. I don't. I don't TikTok. I, I don't either. I Instagram. Does that make you hip? I don't know. I've got reels. What does that even mean? I don't either. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It just shows up. It says, would you like to do a reel? And I'm like, Hold sure. on. You do a reel? You do no, no, reels? No, I've never done reels. I don't know what they are. I'm scared I don't believe of them. Like, reels is like the I'm poor like, man's version of TikTok. I thought it was just stories. Which is like, ironic because Instagram is probably worth considerably more yeah, than TikTok. Like, I'll give you a Correct, story. but Instagram got the idea from TikTok. Instagram just really good true? at stealing other people's ideas. Are you sure? Yeah, 100%. Well, but TikTok, that's, TikTok, that's Facebook then, right? TikTok, Facebook owns TikTok, TikTok came out. TikTok came out before uh, Instagram had. <laughs> Doesn't roles. Facebook own Instagram? Also, Facebook yeah. just took sp- MySpace and you know. I thought Justin that. Timberlake owned MySpace. <laughs> I'm sure he sold it for pennies. Oh, 
But yes. Uh, so hey, by the way, uh, my MySpace is still out there. If you want to find it, I don't uh, think MySpace is still active. No, it's, yeah, it is. It's out there. Get out of you here. You can go uh, on MySpace.com. Yeah. I have a picture of my uh, pit bull, Great Dane Toby. <laughs> he's been passed for several years now, but he's a hoss. All right, I gotta know what was your song on MySpace? You I know have how you no look? idea. <laughs> <laughs> that was so many years ago. No clue. <laughs> it was probably something like uh, it was probably Missy Elliott or <laughs> who knows. <laughs> Missy Elliott. Get your freak on. Was that? Get your freak on. God damn it. No, wasn't No Doubt in that song with her? Which is just Gwen Stefani, right? <laughs> no, that was something different. I think that, that was different. There that, was a music was video Eve. where they were riding. That was Eve. Yes. That was Eve. <laughs> you know what I'm you, talking you about? When it. they were riding four-wheelers yes. through the yes. city. Oh, I <laughs> saw that show. I saw that concert. Uh, funny story. Um, we saw uh, the St. Lunatics. With Nelly. Okay. Uh, They opened. Well, the St. Lunatics aren't the St. Lunatics without Nelly. So I just assumed Nelly was there when you said that. He was there. Yeah. Band aid and all. Yeah. Um, And they opened for Destiny's Child. And Missy Elliott was also there, but she was a surprise guest. That's pretty awesome. It was a fantastic show. Uh, Do you want to feel old? Mm, I already feel old. When when we're done with this, uh, just go to the Google machine and search what is Nelly's age. Oh, he's probably like forty-seven. Just, you just look it up. I don't even just, Ugh. just do it. It, it will make you instantly feel old. I, I I'm serious. Old. I already feel old. D- Can I tell you what my first concert was? Or are we gonna do this game? Yeah, this is a fun game. I like this game. And then we can go back and we can end with with the song that I chose. Well, yeah, Danny will cue it up when he feels the time is right. Okay. Um, my first concert was uh, Tiffany opening for New Kids on the Block. Yeah, beat All right. that. All right, I, I actually I have something similar, actually. <laughs> I wasn't allowed to stay home alone. My parents made me go. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> but uh, mine was actually going to Billy Joel with my like family as well. How old was How Billy you Joel at that point? Win. You actually win mm-hmm. the best first concert. Billy That's Joel great. was like 75 Billy Joel's at that legit. Point. I mean, for I mean, a first it was, concert? It, it was like a... Oh, like, I'd love to see Billy Joel. It was like a greatest concert. hits concert, for sure. Like, he was up there, but... I was in... Middle school, maybe. Yeah, I was in middle school. And my first concert was that's the probably, Backstreet Boys. That's probably the right age oh. for me, too. <laughs> the Backstreet well, Boys. I might have been so I'm, I'm slightly older than you, I guess. Well, yeah. Yeah. I had the We've original boy this. band. Right. That's OGs. what I'm saying. It was, it, was on a, it was the similar track there, right? I wish I could say it was Boys to Men. Well, that would be co- way cooler. Way cooler. We would, we would both be cool if Boys to Men was our first concert. <laughs> but Billy Joel is pretty good. Hit it. I think I got the right one here. Yeah. This is it? This is it. Have you heard this? No. This is big on TikTok. <laughs> I haven't heard it, but I accept this. This is actually the Rihanna version. That's what you wanted, right? Yeah, I thought that's what you wanted. No, I like the other version better, but still good. I love this song. So when you, when you add I'll it to make, our... I'll make sure I add the right yep. one to the playlist. Oh, yep. good. Yeah, because the other one's slower, and it just... Need some beer. There you got it. Chase with this out that we shared without beers. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. Below, appreciate you, man. Thanks. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Cruising the Burbs. It's going to be awesome this year.